Hi, everyone. So, a girl at a coffee shop who turns into your friend due to the daily sightings. Well, this friend, one year ago, says to me, you should have a podcast. So, here we are. We started this podcast. Fresh Laughs with Ash. I'm Ash. Sharing my random, or fresh, thoughts. Thoughts I have in the car, in the shower, either way, they're random, new, and fresh. But the more I thought about it, they're not random. Because the more I do my Fresh Mercies events, the more women I meet, the more I realize we're not all that different. That thought that you're thinking, yeah, you're not the only one that thought it. So here we go. Let's laugh together and give an amen together too. On Thursdays, that is, when new episodes are released. Monday, May 10th. Where are we at with coughing? Yesterday, I was at a meeting. It was a actually an all-day meeting, whole-day meeting, okay? And this person did keep, she, they, 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 they kept coughing all day, okay? Um, do I think she had a cold? Yes, I do. Did she say that she had a tickle in her throat? Yes, she did. I guess what's unfortunate about that is the tickle lasted from 8 until 4.30. But who am I to judge a tickle? So, (laughs) anyways, coughing. And the reason I bring this up is because this is not the first time I've seen this. It happened in my very own classroom with an adult. You guys, coughing and sneezing. Wait for it. In their hand. What? Did we not just... Okay, first, like, my sister, she was doing hand sanitizer before hand sanitizer was cool, okay? Um, She's always been... She's just... You know, she's... I think she's, like, that typical firstborn, okay? Um, The Germex, all the things, and as soon as the babies and all of us, we would get out of Walmart or, you know, at that point before we were like super cool, we'd, we'd hit up Shopco cause that's, that was actually never cool. But, um, so we'd walk out of Shopco or Walmart, um, when Kmart was cool, I guess too. And Melanie would be like, here, put on your hands here, hand sanitizer, kids, kids, hand sanitizer, Jared Max here. Okay. She was doing that before it was cool. It's called, it was, I think, uh, yeah, mm-hmm, it was called hygiene. Okay. Um, when you were sick, we, we know that, you know, like hands, hands, that's, that's how you pass germs, Uh, either coughing on someone or coughing or sneezing in your hand because then you go and you touch things. You don't touch things with your feet. You don't touch things with your elbows. Although that's why I, when I walk out of doors with like the push handle I use my forearm okay I don't, I don't use my hands germs but we we open the, like all the things our hands that's why your hands should not be by your face and we uh, why are we so before the world came down with this thing okay this disease um it was known, I guess, I guess not to everyone, but I was, I, I knew that when you sneezed that, I mean, I always taught my students, <clears throat> we would like call it like the dab, right? Like catch it in your elbow, like do the dab, catch it in your elbow. Same with coughing, like do it in your elbow. Why? Well, because I don't, um, pop, I don't, I don't buy things at the grocery store. I don't grab them with my elbow. I don't open a door with my elbow. I don't write with a pencil with my elbow. So put the germs into your elbow because you don't touch anything with your elbow. 
And then, so that was before all the, all the things, right? All the sickness, this heavily contagious thing. Um, then this thing, this heavily contagious thing started going around. And it was, it's so bad, you know, oh, put the masks on, put, put, put the masks on. Yeah, I just want, I mean, the, the masks are designed to protect germs from spreading. Germs are spread from coughing and sneezing. That's one of the ways, okay, whatever. So it's the same thing. It's the same thing, like, when you cough or you sneeze, cover it. Not with your hands. What? what? And did, did either of these people, did they get up and go wash their hands with soap? No. No. No, I'm sure they went around and touched my things. And you, you know me, I'm not a paranoid person and I'm, it is what it is, okay? But when it's just blatant, like, then I will be like, oh, okay, so I'm going to go and do the hand sanitizer, wash my hands, and probably going to take some on guard, and I'm probably going to Lysol where I'm sitting. Like, I love Lysol. But, so I'm just, are we... I don't know. Should there be a commercial for that? Like, it seems like there's lots of commercials about everything else and everyone else's opinions. So, and their beliefs. So, could we possibly do a commercial for adults? Um, And that's another thing. I'm like, why are we so hard on kids? Freaking adults do the same crap. So, so yeah. Anyways, a commercial maybe. Um. A campaign, I guess. Those are also really popular. Um, hashtag don't sneeze in your hands. I, I don't know. Like, hashtag keep your hands clean. I don't know. But I just, I really think it's gross. That's what I, I guess that's what I'm pretty much saying. And I guess my question to you is, where do you sneeze? I think that's where I'm going <laughs> to, that's what I'm going to title this. Where do you sneeze? The power of the sneeze. Where do you sneeze? Um, so, in, in cough. <clears throat> like, I don't... <clears throat> whatever. Okay. So, just, you know, let me know. Let me know. Are you like, well, I used to sneeze and cough in my hands. Because I didn't want it to, like, fly all over the place. Um, and then the world shut down because of that disease. So, now I cover my mouth. Like with my elbow. Elbow. Or you know what? I actually saw a kid. He sneezed and coughed into his shirt. Like he put his shirt over his nose. Okay. Like I don't really see a woman doing that, I guess. It's kind of like guys and their snot rockets. Which, I mean, I think if I could get away with it. Like if I could do it without getting crap all over me. I might try it. I'm just being honest. It's just... They can do things so much quicker, and it's so fast. It's very convenient, you know. Who needs a tissue? Just <laughs> is it disgusting? Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna like do it in front of anyone. But, anyways, that's another topic, I guess. Um, okay, so you know, just let me know. And if anything else, maybe, maybe I got you thinking. You know, please don't cough in your hands. Don't. Don't sneeze in your hand, please. That elbow. You don't shake. It's not, hey, let's shake elbows. It's, let's shake hands. So don't put gross stuff in your hands. Because you're going to shake someone's hand. With your hand. Okay. But I guess I'm going to leave you with this one question. Where do you sneeze? Tuesday, May 11th. But I do really want the mirror. Have you guys seen it? You like hang it on your wall. And then I think for me, it's like a personal trainer that's hanging on your wall. It's the same reason I love Peloton. Because the instru- you have someone bossing you around telling you what to do. 
And so when they tell me, okay, crank it up to 60 and you're at a 10 mile, um, what's it called? Um, incline, you know, I don't want to do it, but I also don't want to feel like a loser. So I feel as if they're watching me and then judging me. So I do exactly what they say, right? And there are times where I have to jump off the sides, right? Like both legs are on the side of the treadmill and I have to just let the belt go because I'm exhausted. Um, But I get right back on. But I, you know, when you're by yourself and you're working out, running, I'm the worst. If I'm running by myself, I will probably stop every minute. It's like an emo, emu. (laughs) What's it called? When it's every minute on the minute, those workouts, I like walk every minute. I'm like, oh gosh, was that that a mile? It was only a minute? Hmm. Felt like a mile. But when I'm when someone's bossing me around telling me what to do, I do it. So it's like the mirror. Well, then my husband's like, you do beach body. You don't need the mirror. I'm like, you don't, like, why are you, why do you have to be such a naysayer? I call him the no man. Um, there's dreamers and then there's Chad. <laughs> He's great. Everyone knows it. Oh, yeah, Chad's amazing. Yeah, I know. But we, there's no one that's perfect. Jesus was perfect, and, and that's it. That's the only person that will ever walk this earth that's perfect is Jesus. I got to get a place away from these dogs. And so anyways, he's the no man, and he'll always tell me no. And The dogs, always with the dogs. So anyways, the mirror, and I want it. And I want to stand in front of it, and I want someone to tell me, all right, grab those 10 pounds, 10 pound weights, and get to going. You know, do 10 reps. Don't stop now. Keep going. Because there's a reason why I'm a natural encourager. Because I need it myself. Duh. I will encourage you every day, every step of the way. Um, students, the same thing. And it's just, it's, you know, it's, there's some things that just come natural to some people. Some people, it's adding, multiplying, things like that. For me, what comes natural is busting out into song in mid-sentence or mid-story, movie lines, quoting movie lines, and also encouraging. You know, so I do, I need someone that's like, you can keep doing it. Oh my gosh, you're so strong. You're so amazing. Look, your legs, they're getting stronger. I went to a workout once and once, okay? High, like just, um, what's the word? Like emphasis on the word once because I'll never go back because nothing I did was good enough for her. Nothing, nothing. It was Pilates. And I was able to do everything, but nothing was good enough for her. She never said, good job, ever, not once. And it was hard, and it was dumb. And there was another reason I never went back. But also, basically, just because of her. I mean, it was, she, I just couldn't please her. Nope. Chad's always talking about his coaches in high school and how they were amazing and wonderful. And then he'll tell you things about what they said to them, you know, like... <laughs> called them belittling names and um, words now that parents would write in to the school board and the coaches would be fired and probably probably sue them you know if we're if we're being honest so there would be lawsuits but Chad was like those were the best coaches best people of my life and I don't doubt him I don't doubt him but I'm also like yeah see that coach would make me cry and I would never go back to the field. I would, I would quit. I'm not saying it's, uh, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. Chad will work out till he pukes. I will only work out if I can still have a full-on conversation about my entire day. 
And when I can't, then I'm like, can we stop for a sec? Because I'm like, oh, this is a really good story. <laughs> this is a super good story. And I have so many details to go along with the story. So if I can't work out and give you all the details, then I'm not working out. And Chad, he's like, one time I remember we were at the gym and we were rowing on the rowers together. And I'm like, so how was your day? And he's like, I... If you can talk, you're not rowing hard enough. And I was like, oh, gosh, we're so alike, but yet so different. And actually, we're really not alike. <laughs> so that was a lie. We are not alike. But anyways, so the mirror. Um, I'll probably start a GoFundMe page because I think they're kind of expensive. So, okay. That's about it for that episode of what Ashley wants. That could be a very long episode, actually. It'll probably be multiple, multiple episodes. Okay. Okay, bye. Thursday, May 13th. Do you ever try on a pair of pants and you don't even like them they're not really cute you're not even sure if they're like those jeans where you're like man I feel so good in these like I need to run to Walmart so that someone can see me in these jeans you know because everyone's at Walmart they're not that cute they're they, you don't love them however you're gonna buy them you end up buying them why because you were able to purchase a smaller size than normal. <laughs> have you ever done that? I have. I have. And then it's just sad because then, you know, they just sit in your closet because they're not that cute. You don't even know what's going to go with them. But you bought them because you are able to wear a smaller size than normal. Hashtag girl things. Lamentations 322 to 23. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The good news? Tomorrow's a new day of fresh mercies, forgiveness, and abundant joy. You just have to seek it. Fresh Laughs is a sister company of Fresh Mercies Women's Ministry. Like and follow Fresh Mercies on Facebook and Instagram, please. Podcast editing and production is done by Caitlin Wagner. New episodes of Fresh Laughs with Ash are dropped every Thursday. P.S. Check out freshmerciesic.com. I enjoy writing almost as much as I enjoy talking. So there on the website, you can find the newsletters I've written, as well as you can see pictures from past events. There's just some things in life that where there's like, you, it can't get better, you know, like, small, small victories, small joys, you know, like I talk often about like seeking joy, seeking Jesus, looking for him. He's in the everyday things. And yes, just wait for it. Cause I, the comparison you might question, but you know what? You can't, you can't steal my joy. And what I'm referring to is the joy of hot French fries. Like we're talking hot because they're fresh and perfectly salted. Like there is, it, it is very similar to when all you want is one thing. We all want stability, right? We, we like routine. And part of the routine is, you know, wake up, whatever, whatever your routine is. But I enjoy, I just, I look forward to I wake up for the reason, like for taking that first sip of coffee, the 
that first sip. And when you take that first sip of coffee and it's, and it's crap. Like, you know, it's kind of like in my mind, I'm like, I'm tapping out for the day. I'm going back. I'm going to go back to sleep. Like, even if I just, I'm like, you know what? Rewind. Let's try this again, shall we? You know, like when the kids are like crazy naughty, like the students are crazy. And I'll say, okay, we're going to just do a restart. We're going to restart. So go back out in the hall and then you're going to come back because we need to restart. We're going to yeah, try that all over again. Restart. Yep. So it's like, I want to restart. Let's do this again. That was, you know, that, that was, that's not going to work. You had one job that was, you know, to be good. The, the coffee, your job, and I'm talking to the coffee, your job coffee was to be good. It was Literally, like, that's why Folgers sings that song of the best part of waking up is Folgers. You know, that, that's, not, that's not a lie. That's legit. So, anyways. Okay, but there's another story to this. This morning, a teacher friend of mine says, try this coffee. I take a drink of the coffee. You guys, I'm not lying to you, and I'm not even being dramatic. I promise I spit it out because this is not the first time. This is the second time that I have drank coffee that has tasted sour. Now, hear me out. It's not necessarily sour milk. It's literally a sour-tasting latte. Once, so the... This morning was the second time this has happened to me. The first time, Chad and I were in Arizona. We go to my favorite little coffee hut down the road. And I, I and it, that, this was like, because we usually go to the same coffee shop every single time, right? So we, um, so this is probably like our third, maybe even fourth day of going there, getting the same drink. Take a drink of it. It's sour. Like, just hold on a sec. It's like an orange latte. I'm not lying. That's what we're talking about. Which, if that doesn't make you want to puke, I don't, I don't know what it does. Like, because, oh, God, it's just hot. A hot orange latte. Oh, gosh. Is there even an orange flavor? You know, because that's gross. Like, for a latte. I don't know. So, anyways... The point of this is there are just some simple joys. That very first sip of coffee where you think, man, this is going to be a good day. And yes, that's a lot riding on a cup of coffee. I'm fully aware of that. But it is what it is. You know? And then there is the the blessing. <laughs> yes, I said blessing. Because if anyone knows me, you know that I really enjoy food. That is an experience for me. It is not just a meal. It is an experience for me. So it is the blessing of <laughs> ordering those french fries. And they are, they couldn't be more fresh. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about, you know? You get the cold ones that, you know, aren't fresh. They've been sitting there for, I mean, come on, even even 20 minutes, they're not fresh, unfortunately, you know? And you take a bite and you're like, oh. You know, it's just like everything about you is sad at that point. Like your heart is sad. Your mouth is sad. Doesn't even want to chew because it's like, what's, you know, is it even worth it? And you do question it. You're like, is this worth it? These calories, you know, they're not even this good. Hot, and we're talking, ready for it? Piping fresh. You're burning your mouth. You can't hold on to them with your fingers. They're that hot. But it's the sacrifice you're willing to make because they're that good. Yep. And you don't regret those fries. You don't regret those calories. Nope. Pure joy. It's the little things. 
I'm going to continue to think about like what are the other small victories and blessings? What, what are they? But I'm going to be honest. Piping fresh French fries, the best first sip of coffee. Where you're just like, yep, that's it. All's right in the world. And then you're like, let's go tackle the day, you know? So, you know, I hope my prayer for you is that today you'll get the piping fresh french fries (laughs) and the perfect first sip. (laughs) I think that's what the title's going to (laughs) be. Because it kind of sounds like the perfect, like, first kiss, you know. (laughs) But it's, wait for it, the perfect first sip. I'm usually one to find the positive in lots of things. I have found a positive in COVID, coronavirus, the pandemic, I'm trying to think of all the other words um, used to describe this time. I think that about covers it. Who knows? They might come up with something new once this gets old. Um, <laughs> um, anyways, so, okay. Airplane rules. It's not even rules. It's just knowing what's right. Okay, knowing what's right, doing what is right. It's that whole integrity thing. Okay, so it drives me crazy when I'm on the airplane. Okay, I'm on the airplane. Plane lands. You guys, you know those people. And please, oh, if you are these people, just don't tell me. And I pray that we never fly together. Um. <laughs> so plane lands and I kid you not I swear there's people in the backpack that as soon as the they feel the tire or sometimes that violent eruption that you feel like you're crashing but you're not it's just actual landing um they lit I think they literally jump up unbuckle and they start running they start running towards the front okay there's those people and those people are always on the flights like and and I just I don't understand this and what's funny is I'm not I respect rules I respect order maybe that's what I like I like order things that make sense to where you're not like rude or interrupting some you know whatever okay but but like if there's if you're telling me what to do sometimes sometimes I have a hard time with that you know (laughs) just little things like that is um I have a hard time with um you telling me what to do okay so anyways that's another episode we'll get past that um but this is the rule I can get behind I enjoy order I enjoy knowing when it's your turn (laughs) okay um so this is the one good thing about COVID. So we just got back from vacation and our very first flight, we land. And now granted, <laughs> there are then those that, that think rules don't apply to me. Ew, rules. Ugh. And they don't care. They act, they literally act like they don't even hear the person, the, the talk. So the stewardess is like, because of co- of COVID, federal law mandates, I don't know, those sound like fancy words that they would use. We will, play, you know, we are asking you to remain seated and we shall call you by your rose. She probably didn't have an accent, but it, it just, it felt right with the whole terminology of the federal mandates and such, if you will. So she says this, you know, sit still, wait your turn. That's pretty much uh, what she's saying. Oh, well, these, the, these folks, they don't even care. They're just like, no, what? Oh gosh, I didn't even hear you. I'm sorry. The problem I have about it with it is 
I'm, you know, I'm like in my seat. I'm just sitting because I am waiting. I'm not in the front. So therefore it's not my turn. It doesn't even make sense for me to be up there. But this, these peeps, these peeps, they were in the back. So I'm just like dumbfounded when I'm like, whoa, 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 Charlie, where, where did you come from? And why is your butt in my face? Because that's what's happening. Do you got a visual? You have a visual now. See, I'm not even standing because like there's really no room to stand. Stand. I know you've been sitting. We've all been sitting. No one feels completely comfortable in an airplane. We just do it because it's convenient and it's fast, okay? Um, and the, I didn't even get the good cookie today. I got the Stroop waffle, or I don't even know who likes those. I just, I want the Biscoff cookie. It's fine, you know, I just, it's fine. So, Charlie, I'm sitting. There's no room to stand. I'm sitting. And then all of a sudden, whew, here he is. And and I look and I'm like, oh gosh, I, I, I almost hit. I almost said hello to your butt with my face. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Um, and, 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 but I'm still, I'm like kind of looking around like, whoa, where did, how did you, what? Wow, wow, you know, and now the federal mandate rules and laws and regulations. I'm like, well, how you, you still, you still just, you fought your way up here, right? So that happens. It happens on every flight, but I'm sitting here thinking, yes, okay, yes, I can get behind this. You wait your turn. And then I'm sitting here thinking, um, not to be like a Debbie Downer, but I, the first thing that came to mind was like, well, funerals, weddings, that's not a Debbie Downer. There we go. Maybe I should have led with that one. Weddings, okay, it's rows. The, as soon as the bride and groom are gone, they're done, then the peeps go and they stand by the first row and you leave. Then they go and they, they don't, be, fifth row is not going yet. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, okay? You know, short sleeves go with short sleeves in a closet, tank tops with tank tops, quarter sleeves with quarter sleeves, and it does go in order. Tank tops, quarter sleeve, long sleeve, sweaters. That's how it goes because order matters. In the fridge, yes, all condiments need to be where they belong. Ketchup and mustard, they're best friends. They're always going to go together, all right? Um, ketchup, mayonnaise, uh, and mustard, the, like they're like, oh, triples, you know, triplets are like best friends. Like, you know, they all, and then salad dressings, salad dressings. I'm getting really upset. Um, I'm noticing, but <laughs> order. So anyways, last flight of the day, <clears throat> I'm sit, we're sitting. Cause that's what we do. We sit, it's not our turn. And how does that even work? You know, I'm never lucky enough to be on, like, the aisle seat. And if we are, I always let Chad because, you know, hashtag arms, you know. So, I'm always in the middle. But, and actually, this flight, we actually didn't get to sit together because long story. Anyways, so, I'm between these two young pups who don't even speak. <laughs> it's fine. And so, what am I supposed to be like, oh, sorry, like, excuse me. Ooh, sorry. Ooh. And then, hold on, let me get my, my giant, my backpack. Hold on because I... Uh, bought too much stuff so it doesn't fit my suitcase so I had to buy a backpack it's fine because it's Lululemon and but then I'm like hitting her in the face and is is the people next to me are they thinking like where are you going what are you doing like I want to be I want to be that person <laughs> right maybe I don't I know but it would be cool like for a day to just be like I don't care I don't care what the rules are you know I'm going peace I'm going to the front and like like you're at the front of the plane well the doors aren't even open because the stewardess is still unbuckling herself so I don't understand what you're doing or why you're in such a hurry the and no don't even be like oh Ashley they might have connecting flights nope they didn't how do I know because I saw them in the bathroom lollygagging that's a word that 90 year olds use so then okay so sitting here I am, middle seat. Dad and the son are in front of me. Then mom and other son are clear back, okay? I see him. He gets up right away. The, the front tire hits the runway, and he's up, right? He's up. No one else is. It's not even landed. I don't even. I think, you know, the 
uh, I think the plane is still moving at this point. But he's up. He's ready to go. He's got he's got places to be with his mohawk. So he's standing there and he's like gesturing to his other son, his other son. And I'm inferring that then a lady was like, well, you know, what do you what do you need? And so the guy, the dad goes, my son, my son, please. Thank you, ma'am. Then the son comes. Well, then, of course, what does mom do? Mom just falls right behind son. And then they continue to move. They continue. And they're like, excuse me, to these three women. And these three women, I know. I know that I could read their mind because of the way they stared at him. Much like how I was staring at him. Like, what do do? But where are you going? And why do you get to move and no one else does? So, anyways... There's no um, happy ending to this. There's no conclusion. There's no wrap up. But once upon a time, I heard the stewardess say, please sit in your spot and wait until your row is dismissed. And I was like, yes, something good from COVID. Yes, this makes sense. This makes sense. This isn't anything new. Washing hands, not new. Staying and waiting your turn, nothing new. But then, that, then, then there's always those few people that ruin it. Which is why we have the rules in the first place. You know. It shouldn't even. It should be like a common sense thing. You wait your turn. Like what? <laughs> so anyways. There's that. Okay you guys. Something to think about again. Um, I don't know. Are you. And I think you know what. This is it. You're going to be one or two. You're going to be one of two people. You're going to be the person that literally runs to the front of the plane. I don't know why. We all want out. Trust me. We all want out. Chad, poor guy, those planes aren't made for guys his size. (laughs) And that's unfortunate. Um, And uh, so anyway, so you're either going to be the person that runs to the front of the plane, um, banging on the plane door like, oh, bang it up, you know. (laughs) Or you're going to be the person that sits and waits. I'll still love you and I'll still be your friend. If you're that person. But I guess I just, I don't know, I don't get it, you guys. Because I just don't, I don't understand the hurry. But, so, anyways. Um, that's the one, that's the one good thing. Like, at least it started, okay. We, we thought about it. They thought about it. They thought about making order be a thing. So, I don't know. Best of luck. You know, maybe it'll work. And Because, well, I'm just here to, I'm just saying. If I had my mask down, they're like, man, you got to put your mask up. You're not eating or drinking, actively eating or drinking. You have to put your mask up. So then why, why does Charlie... You know, Mohawk Charlie, why does he get to not listen to the one rule? And he gets to fly to the front when he was at the back. Those are just my life. Those are just my questions. Are they like life changing, life altering? No. Nope, not at all. But still, still a question uh, that I have. Okay. Um, yep. That's that on that, and uh, I don't know where to end it, but do you like Stroop Waffles? Who likes Stroop? Is that what even they're called? I don't even know. I don't even know. But I didn't get that either. Am I sad? Kind of. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be grateful. Okay, I'm going to be grateful that I'm not Charlie. <laughs> And neither is Chad. I don't know a Charlie. That's what I'm grateful for. Once upon a time, I was in, uh, I was almost going to say Boston. It wasn't Boston. Once upon a time, I was in Washington, D.C. for Get Your Teach On Conference. Once upon a time, one evening, we went shopping. I walked into... A Tory Burch store. Now this is important, okay? 
Walked into a Tory Burch store. All I wanted was tall brown boots. I wanted a really good pair of tall brown boots. That was my mission, right? And these stores were like the coolest stores in the whole world. Unlike anything I'd ever seen before. They were, um, are they called cobblestone roads? Yeah, I think so. Old, old cobblestone roads. And then these really, really old buildings. But they were like high fashion is what it's called or just there were stores they were clothing stores in these really really old buildings it was so cool so we go in there you know chad's already like oh i hate shopping where's the alcohol okay so he's not like he's not really living his best life i guess you could say um he wanted just to walk around and learn and read about history. Honestly, that completely bores me, but to each their own. And he loves history, which is why when I said that I was going to Washington, D.C. for a teacher's conference, I remember the moment like it was yesterday. We were sitting at the dinner table and he pouted like a small child. And he was like, well, can I go with? Because he... He wanted to look at all the history. So, anyways, going to Tory Burch. Chad's not living his best life. Until we walk in and the woman says, because I'm there with a friend and her husband. And the woman, the worker of, of, at Tory Burch, says, would you guys like to sit down? So, of course, absolutely. They would have sat down outside on us on the sidewalk honestly like they didn't want to be in there or walking around <laughs> and when I say like Ooh, do you like so I think Chad and um his friend would have sat down anywhere in the entire world except for there but so sitting down yes please sits down and then this moment will go down in history and has changed our shopping lives, really, sometimes for the worst, I'm just saying. So then she says, would you two like a couple Coronas? <laughs> and I'm just saying, like, I think the world stopped. The angels sang. <laughs> My friend and I were like, yes, like fists in the air, like victory you know and then the guys I think their eyes got so big and I think they even smiled like genuine I'm happy smiles and then all of a sudden all the cares just went away cares of what money would be spent by the guys and cares of how much time do we have from us from my friend and I so that sets up the scene because that was the best shopping experience of our lives and which will haunt me because then every time I go into a store where Chad is with me, he will then say, do these people give Coronas? Do, do, do they have Coronas here? Are these people going to give me a beer? Well, I don't know, Chad. You know, you could ask them and just see what happens. Just... I don't know. See what happens. Half the time, there's not even a place for the, for him to sit. So then he just like follows me around. And I, I hate being followed <laughs> when I'm shopping. So anyways, well, you know what it's like. Come on. And I'm like, do you like this one or do you like this one? They don't care. Like they honestly, chat, chat does not care. So, and rightfully so. So anyways, um. We're on vacation. We just got back from Arizona. And you know your teacher when <laughs> you are on vacation. School just ended. But you see a teacher store and you have to go in there. You're on vacation. You have to to anything you buy, you have to ship with you. You like you have to bring with you. But there's a teacher store. Darn it. And we got to go in there. So 
we go to the teacher store, the guys find this gun shop that they go into. I'm never stepping foot in a gun shop. I've, it's just, it's kind of like Chad and, Chad and Lululemon, Chad and Athleta. Okay. There's, um, uh, they're not best friends. They're not best friends. My heart rate, um, skyrockets when I go into a, well, I've never been into a gun shop anyways, but I'm a, again, I'm married to someone who has a love for them. So anyways, we're in the teacher store. They go to the pistol palace. Yes, you heard that correct. So I call Chad and I'm like, it's been, I think, an hour. And I'm like, are you done yet? You know? Because usually he, he goes into a store for five minutes. And that's it. So he says, you've got to come in here. <laughs> I'm like, I'm no. Nope, I'm never going in there. Do they have vanilla lattes? That's what I wanted to say, you know. He goes, no. No, you got to come in here. This place is flipping awesome okay so the I'm definitely intrigued at this point like he knows I don't love it he knows that me they make me uncomfortable and again I'm completely aware that it's my ignorance and nothing else so so hold on there (laughs) don't get all crazy on me so we go in there and immediately I understand why this guy loved this gun shop. He's obsessed with the movies John Wick, which is just violence and guns. Yep. And it is the light fixtures are like old-fashioned vintage, and the ceiling is like those metal, I'm doing a horrible job of explaining it, silver panels, like, metal panels um there's all these poster like pictures not even posters because that sounds a little cheap this wasn't cheap these giant murals maybe of john wick and all the guns are in are in these fancy cases then you have these old school desks with these old school lamps. So the point I'm trying to make is detail. Detail. Someone knew that detail would be important to these guys that walked in just looking for a gun and now are obsessed. So obsessed that they went back two days later. But that's not important. But Keanu Reeves is the guy who plays John Wick. But it was, it was really cool. It was so cool. So it's detail. And then, you know, Chad did say it'd be super cool if, like, when we got a gun, if we could, like, sit at a desk and they pour us a shot of whiskey just like they did in John Wick. And here's the thing. Because... Detail matters. Detail matters. You don't think people appreciate the little things. They really do. And also what it comes down to, experience. People will pay for an experience. And that's what happened. When those two guys walked into just a gun shop, it was not just a gun shop. It was an experience for them. Tori Birch walking in there. It was an experience. I got to live my best life without worrying if he was checking the time and how long we had been in there and how much those shoes were that I picked up. And he got to sit and enjoy himself doing what he loves most. <laughs> so, and he, and then he talks about golf courses and he had visited three golf courses during the vacation And he talked differently about each one. And the reason why they were all different was because of the detail. The detail. And I told him, oh, I get it. I completely understand. And he's like, it's cool to go to different 
um, golf courses. Yeah, I know. It's also fun to go to different spas because they're all so different. They look different. And, and honestly, the spas that I love the most, that my friend Kelsey and I love the most, are the ones that think about the smallest detail. Yeah, we're talking like, is your water just ice water or is your water with fruit in it? Huh? And do you just have apples and oranges and bananas? Or do you have a delicious trail mix? Because that was one of the best spa snacks. I love that so much. Um, Do you have cucumbers with ice and cold towels in a bucket at the in in the um bathroom area it's details they're so so important how can this help you in your real life well it's that little little bit of effort that you don't think anyone's gonna notice so like why do it i promise you people will notice it. And I promise you, people will appreciate it. I can't tell you that they will say thank you or that they will tell you, I really appreciate this. But I promise you, because of my research done this weekend (laughs) and watching two two men (laughs) walk in and act like little boys in a candy shop, people appreciate the small things and the detail and a theme and just going above and beyond people appreciate that so I don't know what you're gonna do today but maybe just put a little bit more into it that one thing where you're like "Uh, I don't think I'm gonna go put tissue paper in it just put tissue paper in it Maybe put two different colors of tissue paper. I really don't know, you guys. I just made that one up. You buy someone a coffee and drop it off with them. Maybe you add a detail, a personal detail, a little note that you write on their cup. I don't know. I don't know. These are just ideas. I don't even know. But I think I could continue to do this all day long. You know what I sometimes do? Instead of, um, well, I'm really, I love cards, but I, I keep all my cards. I have boxes and boxes of cards because I've kept them all. <laughs> um, but I understand that some people aren't card people. So I will buy them books and then I write inside the book. Cookbooks, picture books, chapter books, doesn't matter. Devotionals, whatever. But I've also then done like shape magazines. And then what I do is I I go through the entire magazine and I circle words that describe that person for me. I'm just saying there's, you know, I could keep going because I actually am a detail-oriented person. I do, I notice all the little things because it just is so fun. Those hotels that have hot chocolate chip cookies when you check in. Yeah, I don't even care what your room looks like. If you got a cookie for me, I'm staying there. Which kind of doesn't go with anything that I have said previously. I'm just kidding. If the beds are closed, I'm not going to stay in there. That's so silly. But I'm definitely going to check you out if someone were to be like, hey, did you know that hotel um, gives cookies when you check in? I'll be like, Chad, call that hotel. We're staying there. Why? Cookies. Okay, I feel like I could, I could come up with a lot of, a lot more things. Restaurants? Restaurants. Mints at the end. A good Andy's mint? Oh, changes everything. <sighs> okay. Okay, anyways, I'm going to stop there, but I think I could, I think this might not be the uh, last of this topic. Okay, so above and beyond, my friends. I was doing a um, summer bucket list with my third graders. And I explained to them how 
I have done a summer bucket list with my own children since, I mean, honestly, maybe Berkeley was like three on, you know, of course I'm coming up with a bucket list, but nonetheless, we would make a summer bucket list and put on the fridge and cross out everything that we had done that summer. Like the goal was to cross out everything on the list from going to all the parks in Gillette, whether it was um, geocaching, whether it was going to the Buffalo City Pool, all the things. Because that's my favorite pool in the entire world. I shouldn't say entire world. That's um, that's a lot, Ashley. Um, but it is the coolest pool around us. Okay, Next to Spearfish Pool. So, um, summer bucket list, because just trying, you, you can't you can't just do movies at the end of the year. <laughs> Kids nowadays, they don't really like movies. So um, I was still teaching. I was still teaching. Summer bucket list. We're doing top 10 things you want to do this summer, okay? And I'm writing with them and I'm modeling. And the one thing I write is driving with my windows down in my Jeep, jamming out, blaring music, Okay. So today we just get back from Arizona and we left right when school got out. So today kind of was exciting for me because it felt like my first day of summer, you know, because I'm back home now. So what do I do? It's like beautiful outside. Thank you, Jesus. And so I get in the Jeep. Boston wants to go get a snow cone before practice. We we roll down those windows in that Jeep and we are jamming. We're jamming. I music honestly can't be loud enough for me. I love it really, really loud because basically because I really like to sing and I don't want anyone else to hear me sing <laughs> or myself. So I like I need the music like super loud. Okay. So my sister introduced me to Pink's uh, new song and it's called all I know so far you're gonna go you're gonna download the song this is possibly my new summer song there's another one but I'm not gonna tell you it because I'm not excited that I like it because I'm not excited about who sings it does that make sense okay so anyways but I'm like oh dang you and your beat you know because rhythm is gonna get you and the beat has got me in that song um, okay, so anyways, all I know so far, but this is my favorite part. I'm looking at the lyrics right now. And it says, wait for it. Okay, you throw your head back and you spit in the wind. Let the walls crack because it lets the light in. Let them drag you through heck. They can't tell you to change who you are. That's all I know so far. And then it goes on and says, and when the storm's out, you run in the rain Put your sword down. I love that part. Dive right into the pain. Stay unfiltered and loud. You'll be proud of that skin full of scars. That's all I know so far. That's all I know so far. It is amazing. It's so good. I love pink. I love pink. Um, so go. That's your summer song. In just a second, I'm going to give you a summer recipe. <laughs> Just full of gems. Um, okay, so then I download, I go to like just purchase the one pink song. Well, I accidentally download her entire album. But it was a blessing in disguise. So I'm leaving Albertsons and I'm looking for Pink's song, my summer song, my, my summer song by Pink. And what comes on is Pink singing River. Like a river, like a river. Shut your mouth, never standing. Okay. So, anyways, take what I just did and then multiply it by like a thousand. Because, like, what I did was like pretty great. <laughs> then, then go and listen to Pink sing it. I'm pretty much changing your summer life. And, um, yeah, just introducing you to new songs that are so great because, um, 
tis the season, okay? Tis the season to stay up late and jam out in your car. Now, any car will do. You actually don't need a Jeep. Um, any car that has windows that allow you to roll them down, okay? And then you also, you can't like be stopped at a stop, stop light. This is like a how-to. How to jam out to Pink's new songs. You can't pull up to the stoplight with your windows down and your music blaring. Because then you do kind of look like a 15-year-old um, that's on, um, <laughs> what was it? Oh, man. I'm so mad I can't think of the cruise. Yeah, you're on the cruise and you're like 15. Don't be, like, don't be that person. I mean, sometimes I am if I know that it's going to be a quick light, you know. And then I don't look at them. I'm like, you don't know me. I don't know you. And I don't even know you're, you're I don't even know you're there. Because, oh, I'm so into my singing, you know. But really, I all, I 100% know that they're there. I'm just pretending. And so anyways, what needs to happen is you need to, like, be going super fast. Of course, you know, don't, like, speak. Like, don't, don't get pulled over. Don't go into, don't go to jail, okay? Don't go to jail and then be like, well, Ashley said that, no, I didn't tell you to speed, kind of. Just a little. Anyways, so you're going to go super fast so that no one can actually see you or know that it's you. (laughs) Because you got to have the windows down. It's a thing. It's a thing. So I did do it. And my neighbors were outside and I waved. They didn't wave back to me. So I don't know if they, maybe they're just not pink fans yet. Maybe they need to listen to the podcast and then hear the lyrics. And then they'll be like, oh, wait, yes, we support that. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll try it again tomorrow. See what happens. Um, anyways, pink and pink river. And then all I know so far, great songs. You don't have to have a Jeep. Just a vehicle, any vehicle that allows you to have um, the windows down. However, I do have room for three. Nope, I have room for four. So if you really want to ride in my Jeep, I would actually be more than happy to come and pick you up. All you got to do is text me. That's all you got to do. Text me and I'll come pick you up. Maybe you could buy me a Dr. Pepper at Sonic. I don't know. I don't know. And if you're being really, like, um, uh, giving, if you will, throwing tots i don't know you don't have to so i'm just throwing out some things summer things okay you ready for summer recipe here you go i copied it from the pita pit i do not own the license to this recipe <laughs> um it's from the pita pit okay you need a pita you need to cut it open you're gonna shove some turkey in there you're going to shove, oh, okay, yeah, turkey, shredded lettuce, shredded, shredded cheese, wait for it, pico de gallo, okay, mm-hmm, trust me, then last but certainly not least, you're going to put some ranch, ranch dressing, you're going to just pour that in there. Let's do this again. Pita, cut in half. Shove any meat. Berkeley and Chad do ham. I do turkey. So be creative. You do you. Turkey, shredded cheese, shredded lettuce, pico de gallo, ranch. Filling light, cold on a hot summer night. Okay. I think we are getting ready for summer, my friends. We are getting ready for summer. I'm here for it. I love you, Summer. Once upon a time, I was at an airport. I was using the airport bathroom. (laughs) There was no toilet paper. What was there? There were those toilet seat covers. And I use those. I call that resourceful. That is all that I have for this one. I thought it was a funny story. And 
It could change your, it could probably, it could save your life. Okay, I'm just going to say it. It could save your life. You might be in that same predicament at some point and you're like, oh my gosh, what do I do? And also, let's just, let. I just want this to be known that if someone were to have been next to, if someone would have been next to me in the stalls, I would have asked them, hey, <laughs> hi, I know this is weird and all, but like, <laughs> could you like give me some toilet paper? Thanks so much, you know. Um, I Santa, I hand sanitize my hands. I, you know, but no one was next to me. So then I did like look under to the other stall, um, to see if I could reach the toilet. Nope. Nope. They put it on the other side. And then I was thinking, oh wait, <laughs> this just dawned on me. Cause I was like, that's mean. Did they put it on the other side so that strangers can't reach up and grab it? But guess what? I'm sitting here right now thinking, well, Ashley, you should have reached your left hand under the left side. Because that would have been where the... T- I wish I wouldn't have realized this during this recording. But it is what it is. It's fine. Uh, the reason I wanted you to know that story is because I was resourceful, you guys. And I was also thinking during it... Hmm... It is what it is. Um, I was thinking to myself, this is no different than the toilet paper. I actually think they are made out of the same exact thing because they're horribly thin and you have to use half a roll just to complete one job. So, there you go. Mm. What you gonna do? There you go. So, um... How do I end this one? Being resourceful matters. You never, like, maybe I'll end with, you never know when you got to be resourceful. <laughs>